Hey everyone, and welcome to this segment of Feeling 50 Shades, which is a month overdue. But I'm here bringing you a new episode. And this episode is entitled, Say I Do to You. And to start off, I just want to share um, a part of an article that I came across in the Huff Post. Um, And the name of the article was called Making a Commitment to Myself by Mary E. Pritchard. She's a PhD and she's a contributor psychology professor at Boise State University. Um, This was printed in 2014, uh, May, and then updated in 2014 in July. So although this uh, article, this part of this article is um, a little dated, it's very poignant for what it is I'd like to talk about. So let me share this with you all. She says this, a few weeks ago, I posted a blog entry about how to be your own Prince Charming. You see, if I learn nothing else after 21 years with my ex-husband, it's that there is no Prince Charming. All my life, I have been unconsciously waiting for my prince to come. But here's the thing. No one can save me because I am my own worst enemy. So if I need saving, it's from my own inner critic. No one can fix me because I'm not broken. And I don't need anyone to complete me. She goes on to say, I have been searching for my soulmate, my true love, someone I could commit to fully, not realizing I really needed to commit to the woman that was in the mirror. Wow. I read that. And I thought, damn, so fucking true. You know, uh, we know commitment is dedication to a person, place, or thing. Um, When we commit, we want to show loyalty and devotion. We want to feel bonded. Uh, We commit to um, being in a relationship with others, significant others, partners. And I know when I, you know, vowed with my husband, I committed to be with him through good times and in, and in bad. I committed to loving him unconditionally. I committed to accepting him for who he was, flaws and all. I wanted to be with him till the very end. I want to be with him till the very end. That was my vow. I was making a commitment to him forever and every single day, committing to show up in our relationship. But after seeing this part of this article and and thinking, um, I thought, hmm, have I ever made that vow to me? Have I ever, like, given myself that much worth? And no, I haven't. I really haven't. No, do do I talk to myself, my inner voice, the little chats I have? Do I talk to myself the way I talk to my husband? Uh, and I got to say, no, I really don't. Am I as forgiving to myself, to my husband? Nope. The list goes on and on. You know, 
we or maybe I'm sure there are people out there and God bless you if you've already mastered this because I'm just now mastering this. It has taken me till maybe nine months to just have this epiphany. And I want to say the last two months just saying I'm committing to me. I'm going to do this, you know, and there are reasons why I haven't showed up for me, haven't committed to me. And let me share a couple of them, you know, and this I think pertains to a lot of people, you know, obviously everything kind of stems from how we grew up, what our relationships were like, what our environments were like. And let's face it, if you're in an environment that lacks attention, lacks love, the environment isn't secure, none of those things are going to help foster self-love and self-worth and definitely not going to even bring a spark of committing to yourself um, to the forefront. And so if you don't have a nurturing environment and say you were criticized often, judged, again, where would the thought of you being valuable enough to commit to yourself even be thought of? It wouldn't. And I think, you know, a lot of us in life now find self-worth by success in doing things. We find self-worth and we are held to self-worth as growing up in what we accomplished. Were we straight A's? Did we get that scholarship? Do we have a good job? Are we, you know, able to provide for families? It's all about things. It's not about who we are as individuals. We weren't, you know, nurtured and self-worth wasn't always, um, again, nurtured um, by who we are as individuals. And it's very, very sad. I also think women were taught that and raised that to be a good woman, you sacrifice yourself for others. When you're a mom, you sacrifice for your children. As a wife, you sacrifice for your husband. Um, There was no taking on yourself first and saying, oh, got to make myself a priority. Sorry. You know, I know bath time comes. I know I got to get you ready for school. Honey, I know I got to make your lunch. I got to have dinner ready. Whatever it was, the thought of taking yourself and committing to yourself, hell, it was the most selfish thought one could ever have. You did not think of yourself, let alone commit to a relationship with yourself first. And so, you know, we go into these relationships and we get boyfriends, girlfriends, we establish friendships, you know, we start careers and our foundation isn't ourselves. Our foundation of where we think we're going to get self-worth and love and the commitment of who we really are is from everybody else. And the sad thing is with that is, you know, when it comes down to it, when everything's gone, everybody's gone, 
the person you really should be able to rely on ultimately is ourselves without any anybody else around we got to rely on us and we should be able to do that proudly and comfortably and unfortunately we don't do that you know we need to take steps and i have been starting to take steps and i thought i would share this with you know anybody that's listening um but to take steps to putting ourselves first to say it's okay that we are committed and when i say committed just like any other relationship especially when you vow make vows and you commit wholeheartedly day in and day out committing to yourself is just as hard if not harder because we are our worst enemy we're our own worst enemy and it just makes it 10 bazillion times harder to to really keep this commitment going so i want to say the first thing that i did was really you know through a lot of therapy and i had this great therapist is just you know look in the mirror and really look in that mirror and think like well, what do i value what is it i value in myself what is it i want to stand for and commit to and i'm committing to me but in doing so you will show others what you value so what is it i value what are my boundaries what does my voice sound like do i have a voice do i share my my truth do i share my thoughts of what really encompasses me and am i okay to just be with myself looking in that mirror and a lot of reflection and a lot of thought and a big big step to saying i'm uh, damn it the hell with everybody um i got to commit to me i i got to be me for me and you know you sit there and think just like you know i, I want to be my own best friend i want to be my partner in crime i want to be my partner i want to be my best friend everything again it goes back to what you are willing to commit in your significant other or partner you should be doing that to you first and foremost before that foundation is given to somebody else you should have that foundation first you know and in time with this self exploration the commitment will grow it will become stronger and it will blossom and it doesn't not going to happen in a day not going to happen in a month but it will begin to bloom and when it does i mean i've had taken baby steps and the feeling that i feel i've started to feel now is just something i don't think i've ever felt before um it's incredible and here are other steps that i i'm taking and are the path that is leading me to these feelings of wow i like you 
I like who I see. You know, first of all, we got to talk, and we've said this in other podcasts, talk kindly to ourselves. You know, everybody fucks up. You know, when your husband messes up, when my husband messes up, when my girlfriend messes up, when my kids mess up, everybody fucks up. But love them anyway, embrace them, help them to learn and move on. But when it happens and we mess up in ourselves and our own actions, tell you what, the easiest thing to do is make an excuse, put it on the back burner, move on, torture ourselves with, you know, oh, way to go. Why do you even try? You're not good at that. Oh, you know, or just wait, try it again in a couple months. Maybe you'll be in a better frame of mind. You know, it's so easy for us to not want to improve on ourselves, not say, hey, try that again. Look, you, you at least tried. We talk so differently to others than we do to ourselves, you know, and in committed relationships, you're committed to bringing the best, being positive. So how about we do that? How about we start with kindness to ourselves? Take those times when we say, I can't turn it to, I can stop that thought in its tracks, stop it and prevent it from moving any further. You know, I, I won't, how about you change it to, I will, and maybe you didn't today, but I will tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow you didn't, but I will the next day. And eventually that I will is going to stick, but you know, we are just so hard on ourselves and we are unforgiving and we refuse to forget the mistakes we've made. Those are things we can't change and it's hard to let them go. But you know what? Committing to yourself means you love yourself no matter what. You love yourself for the fuck ups. You love yourself for the amazing little steps you make. You love yourself for you. You know, we're such pleasers with other people. We want to make everybody happy. You know, even when we're overloaded, we want to make everybody happy, you know, fitting them into our schedules or going places we don't want to go because we're people pleasers. Well, you know what? Fuck that. Start being your own self pleaser. Because if you, you please yourself first, you fulfill yourself with all these amazing thoughts, all this betterment for yourself, you're actually going to have more to give others. You know, I, it, it, I know it says, you know, in giving you receive, well, you got to give yourself something too. And then you are able to fill other people's buckets. You shouldn't be filling other people's buckets first. And yet you, you gotta just be able to take time out every day for you. So you can be a people pleaser, but you know what? If it's tapping your bucket dry, your people pleasing is sapping you dry. And it's a negativity in committing to you. So you need to commit to taking time out for yourself every day. Goes against everything us women feel we're allowed to do a lot of times. I love that our upcoming generation, you girls, you're rocking it. You know, you are able to voice your 
hey, I need me time. I'm taking care of me first. Love it. You know, and this goes for guys too. You know, working so hard, you work those hours, not making time for yourself because you got to make that, that money to bring home on the table. And yet everything else in yourself is being let go. Uh-uh. You got to commit to you too, guys. This goes both ways. You know, it's important every single day to take time out for yourself. Even if it's 15 minutes, start with 15 minutes, do whatever it is that does not bring the world in. All it includes is you. That's it. And it can be anything. It can be anything from meditating, yoga. Um, It can be a routine. How about this? How about you think about what I'm going to do for me every day, 15 minutes a day is, you know, I'm going to institute a morning routine, a bedtime routine. We make sure we get those routines in and we commit to making sure our kids get a bedtime routine and the morning routine. You know, nighttime, they get their story. Oh, they get tucked in in the morning. We make them breakfast. We pack their lunches. We got that routine, you know, send them out the door. But what about us? What about making a little routine for you? Put a little routine into that schedule, morning or night, or hell, do both. But make some time for you. Just start with little goals. You know, a big thing um, that I've learned is allowing yourself to feel feelings. You know, that sounds like, of course, when I'm sad, I feel sad. When I'm pissed off, I'm pissed off and the world probably knows it. But do you really feel those feelings? Do you do you really sit there and sit with yourself and go, I, I, I am like so sad right now. Um, and this is why I'm feeling sad. And do you allow yourself to feel it? Or do you find a distraction? Or do you tell yourself, this is stupid. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let myself feel like this. I'm going to just move on. I got other things to do. Letting yourself feel feelings is so incredibly important. And I, until a little while ago, was in that category of I thought I felt feelings. Yeah, you know I'm pissed. Um, and I often resorted to to just silence and shutting down. And I got to tell you, embracing when I am sad and just in that moment, really tuning into what's making me feel this way. And when it's a cry now, oh my God, it's like the waterworks. And I just sit there and let it consume me and let it come. And it's not comfortable But it's at the end of it, it is just such a sigh of, I felt that I owned that that was part of me, you know, anger is, you know, and I'm not saying do this out in public, you know, obviously, things should be done in the privacy of your own home um, with your with yourself, because the whole thing is about committing to yourself. But say you're just so angry, so 
fucking pissed off, scream. I mean, let it out. If you need to scream words of what it is that's making you angry, go for it. If you need to go up and find a pillow and start punching the pillow, go for it. Really feel the feelings. Get it out. If it's something, you know, that you're scared, you you don't know how to get it out, um, journal it. Get it out. Get those words out and really tune into why you're feeling the way you feel. It is about committing to who you are. And those feelings hold more weight in who you are than you can imagine. You know, and another big thing is committing to yourself is committing to yourself. I know you're like, no shit. No, committing to yourself is committing to yourself. And that means it's about you. When you commit to you, this isn't about anybody else. You can't have expectations of how people are going to be if you truly want to commit to who you are. If you're going to embrace yourself, hold your truth, walk your walk, talk your talk, truly commit as you would any other relationship, how other people respond, react, that's their issue, not yours. And you can't have expectations of people. Oh, I think I'm a better person. So obviously they're just going to embrace this. No. Bottom line is this is about you and that's it. So on your journey of commitment, you might find people are just like, whoa, she's so different. Love it. Other aspects of who you are, that you're committing to example, boundaries, a lot of times are incorporated when you commit to yourself. I've had to do that. And not everybody likes those boundaries and not everybody likes it because they weren't there before. I'm committing to me. And in doing so, here's what I'm committing to. And I'm committing to this person I want to be. And I don't have expectations of you and that's fine. So if people love your new journey, love who they see, great. If they don't, that's okay too. Doesn't make either one of you right or either one of you wrong. You are being you. And you got to remember, it's about you. Like I said, boundaries are just, I could go on about boundaries, but they're just so significant in committing to yourself and defining what you will stand for, what you won't, what you'll accept, what you won't. It's just creating conditions that allow you to grow and create connection and wholeness between yourself first and then how others respond to it secondly. You know, I just can't stress enough that you have to be you in this whole thing and commit to you. Engage in hobbies. Step outside and do what makes you smile, what makes you glow. Mind writing. Love the writing. Love the reading. Um, If it's, you know, volunteering, whatever brings your light and you're committed to it and say, I want to do this. I want to go for it. You know, let yourself shine. Can never have too much glitter on yourself, people. So make agreements 
with yourself. Commit to them, honor them. And that doesn't mean you're not going to fuck up, okay? But when you commit, like, or a partner, you honor that to the deepest of your heart. You made an agreement. Hold that as close as you can and work it every day. But really make you work for you every day. I mean, I'm just going to say I am such a work in progress. I'm such a whip. You know, I have really started to discover and become comfortable with me. And for the first time, kind of not worrying about what other people are thinking of me. You know, all I wanted to do growing up was be long, felt accepted. Again, I gave over myself to everybody else, thinking they were going to fill me up, thinking they were going to, you know, make me feel loved for who I am. And you know what? I wasted so much time trying to find it in other people, just like as I stated in, in that article, you know, I, I wanted other people. I was looking for my Prince Charming and he's not out there. And I don't want other people wasting their time looking for Prince Charming. Um, if I can help somebody stop looking for their Prince Charming sooner than I did, then I've done something, done something right today. Each day, I have to say, when I look in the mirror, I am beginning to really, really like who I am. And most of all, like I am proud of the steps I'm taking. And I got to tell you, from a, a, a people-pleasing person to always feeling, I was always one that felt good when I was giving, um, you know, I got to say, I didn't know how good looking in the mirror and seeing what I see now would feel. And it feels pretty damn amazing. So if I can encourage even just one of you out there just to say I do to you, then life is good. All right, peeps. Ciao for now.